Welcome to the Real Mama Pod. Real ass mom sharing real ass experiences. The things people don't tell you. Hey, mama. Hey. Hey, mama. What's up, girl? What's going on, friend? I'm so excited. We are here with our husbands and recording Man. live. Hey. Listen, it's about to be <laughs> a real fun episode. So I hope your britches are up and I hope they're ready because we are about to take off with these husbands of ours. They have no filter. So right. just prepare yourself for Please. whatever comes out of their mouth. <laughs> I personally am very curious to hear uh, or see how this conversation goes today. I'm a little nervous. But I'm very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it'll be fun. Um so we're switching things up a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing our Mama Juice segment later in the show, we're going to start off with Mama Juice. Yes. And the reason why is because again, we have these husbands with us. <laughs> so <laughs> I personally need my alcohol to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you need your alcohol too, friend. That's right. Um, so we're going to kick it off. Yes. So today's Mama Juice is called Straight No Chaser. Yep. And I listen, this term really <laughs> describes our husbands because they give it to us straight no chaser all the time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to let, well, first, me and Devin are drinking champagne. Yep. Just get you some champagne, mama. Yep, just straight, no chaser, no mimosa. (laughs) We drinking straight champagne. We're going to let our husbands tell you all what they're drinking. So we can start, hmm, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. We'll start with Jared. Hello, everybody. Jared Grace here, Devin's husband, drinking Bullet 95 Rye Frontier Whiskey. Oh, Mm. all right, then, with the description. (laughs) All right, Jonathan. What's going on? This is Jonathan Ferguson, Kendra's husband, um, and I am drinking Jameson. Okay, so we got Irish and Kentucky whiskey. Mm-hmm. On the rocks. So we're all over the country, or all over the world. It was on the rocks. Oh, it was on the Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and, and get to it. Frank, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Y'all ready? Are we ready? Okay. Are y'all ready? All right. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> we're just going to get into the questions because the people want to know. They want to know the male's perspective. Yes. You know, and what the hell y'all be thinking up there in that box of emptiness. So Ooh, uh, <laughs> she came for y'all. Swinging. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay because they come for us all, all the, time. the time. It's our turn. Okay. So <laughs> I guess I'll ask Jonathan. Um, so how did you feel when you found out you was going to become a dad? So for me, it was a mixture of, of emotions. So I was both nervous mm-hmm. um, and at the same time excited. Okay. So like the excited part was like, I feel like my whole life has been preparing for this moment of becoming a dad, right? Aww. Like well, this entire, everything that I've done over the course of my life was for this moment. <sighs> like that's, I prepared my resume for our child, right? Um and at the same time, like, damn, this is this is a <laughs> hell of a responsibility now, right? Like this, I am I am responsible for the life and the the outcome of this child, right? Okay. Um, and it's it was a it's both a mix it's a mixture of nerves, so like both on the scary side and the excited side. Right. Okay. I think that's a a pretty fair response. Um, Thank you for so- grading my response. I told y'all, listen, if y'all hear us getting real smart with each other, Mm -hmm. 
this is this is the real mama pod. Mm-hmm. This is this is real life. Um, so I'm gonna ask Jared the same question. Mm. Jared, how oh. did you feel when you found out you were becoming a dad? Initially, very similar to Jonathan. Um, excited, followed by immediate anxiety. <laughs> but the next part changes for me. My whole life. <laughs> was me preparing not to shoot up the club <laughs> and not to get no doggone kids, right? <laughs> so it's, you know, once once you actually start trying, it's it's crazy because now you're thinking, damn, I did this on purpose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it feels yeah. weird. Exactly. Once you become sexually active as a young man, it's like, boy, you better not get nobody pregnant. It's the last thing. You the last thing. <laughs> but the, the anxiety comes in where it's like, yes, it's about to get real. You know, in mm-hmm. nine months, it's going to be a little life depending completely on you and your wife. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to get get past that first hump of anxiety. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I have actually, I have a question for both of y'all. And this is something we forgot to do. Mm-hmm. Why don't y'all introduce yourselves? We kind of introduced them. And yeah. they did do that a little bit earlier. Did they? But y'all didn't do a good job. Good. They, it y'all wasn't a good no detail. Good we ain't, we ain't okay. no, they, they just, they they just said, control. I'm Jonathan and I'm Jared. Yeah. What do Jonathan and Jared do? Jonathan a doctor. <laughs> what does Jared do? Let's start with Jared. Jared a captain. Jared's ready hey. to talk. So what, what what does Jared do? Currently a, a United States Army service member, company commander for Golf Company Forward Support Company, uh, 269 Armored Battalion, leading soldiers and building dreams. Cool. <laughs> that was a very All thorough right, um yeah, description of what you do nah, or you. who yeah, who you work for. Jonathan, what do you do? So, I am a psychologist in training still, so I'm preparing to sit for my licensing exam. Um and so I my primary work is really with kids on the autism spectrum. Um I do diagnosis and I do um anxiety treatment for kids and families on the autism spectrum. Cool. Pretty important. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Um, All right. Well, Jared, I have another question for you. Hit me with it. How did you support your wife during pregnancy and postpartum? That's a great question. Well, how do you think you supported your wife? Ain't no thank. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Let me tell y'all something, fellas. Let me tell you what they don't tell you out there. Now, I'm 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 real no chaser, right? Straight no chaser. Yep, that thing. So, (laughs) as soon as your wife find out she pregnant, immediately... Hit with all the ailments in the world. <laughs> her back starts hurting the moment she get that positive pregnancy <laughs> test. Her feet start swelling. Her, you know, she can't do anything. So immediately I jump into the, you know, supportive role of trying to make sure that she doesn't lift anything, trying to make sure that she doesn't do too much, trying to keep her stress levels low, which is very hard when you have a woman who is naturally stressed the hell out. <laughs> all right? That, that was my main role. Just trying to make sure that she was not stressed out, which I don't, that's fucking Mission Impossible for me, y'all. <laughs> but I did it. I thought I did it. I knew I did it. <laughs> Thank you. But yes, I just made sure that her stress levels were low and she wasn't carrying too many things and make sure she could relax and just concentrate on the little life that was growing inside of her. Okay. What about postpartum? Ooh, postpartum. Let me, ooh, man. <laughs> so that was, that was a real, that, there was no fake in that one. Uh, I had, how, how big was Drew? Nine, two. Nine pounds, two ounces, and how big was Jay? Nine four. So these big ass babies just <laughs> pop into the world. It's so violent, y'all. It's nothing like the movies. You look at it and it's just like, man, it looked like something out of the scene, an alien. And then, you know, a- after <laughs> that, 
after that, she got to give birth to the placenta, and that thing come out, and you just slide looking at the slide on out of there. <laughs> well, I'm just like, oh, man, this is, you know, low-key gross as hell. But low key, yeah, high key, high key. You know, you look gross. So, but fellas, keep a straight face. Don't be grossed out. It's gonna be very hard. Don't be grossed out. But postpartum, I don't know if y'all know this, but they gotta wear this huge diaper, and they can't move. And you know, it's it's like the baby has a baby. It's just weird. So what you have to do one is make sure she can heal, right? Mm -hmm. Devin had to have a few stitches, didn't you? Just one suture. Yeah, suture. I'm some suture. She had to have a suture, which is basically just a doggone stitch, and you have to make sure that she can heal. So, again, after that, I was just trying to pick up more things around the house. She was, uh, I was trying to clean the bottles while she uh, pumped and breastfed and did all that. So, again, just a supportive role in the background, making sure she was okay. Okay, then. That's my dog. Right there. <laughs> all right, Jonathan, of course, I have the same question for you. Um, so starting with the pregnancy, I think for me, um, it was fairly, kind of, it was fairly, um, simple at the start. Um, so we were, or kind of, so I, I, I was doing all the things that Jared kind of already talked about, right? Let's so like trying to make sure that she doesn't have to lift anything, making sure that I'm trying to take as much kind of things off her plate. And at the same time, like we were actively in graduate school, right? So there's some things that I can't take off of Kendra's plate, like her assignments and her readings and her teaching and her assistantships. I can't replace all of that. Um, so as she's doing those things, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm uh, supportive. And then there was a shift, right? So I, I so let me take a step back. So as I'm supporting her, I'm just making sure that I'm, I'm knowledgeable on all the things that are going to kind of come about as through this pregnancy, right? Mm -hmm. So making sure that I'm reading the, the, the damn pamphlets that you get from the doctor. Um, and that's, how, that's part of how we ended up at the hospital um, early, right? So knowing that the baby, we're supposed to have a baseline for how much the baby's supposed to move and all of that. And that's kind of how we, um, that's our other baby. Uh, that's, that's how we um, uh, ended up in the hospital, right? Um, and I'm, I'll let you tell your story um, if you haven't already. They know my story, darling. Okay, my bad. My bad. No, Excuse me. Right. You're so, good. You're good. Um, so as she's in the hospital um, and just can't do nothing because she's on a 24-hour watch and, and in the hospital for what, a month, about a month? Yeah. Month and some change. And so as she's in there, my role was to try to do as much as I could to kind of set up the the, the nursery because we hadn't had a chance to do that mm -hmm. yet. Um, make sure she has everything that she needed at the hospital. So just trying to make her hospital stay as comfortable as a hospital stay for a month can be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was part of, of the role during the pregnancy. Um, and then in like postpartum, once Eli got here, it was, again, some of the same things that Jared already talked about and, and like making sure that um, the bottles are washed, making sure that she has a chance to rest, making sure that I'm um, even like in, in it definitely in the beginning was like helping her express milk from her breast. Right. Like all those things. Um, but I skipped the part where. 
Eli was in the NICU for like two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And and how I could be emotionally supportive um, and just constantly, because that was a difficult process, right? Mm-hmm. So trying to be there uh, for her and check in uh, emotionally as what she's going through. Um, and even after Eli came home, as like we think about the impact of how postpartum depression can kind of set in, um, really wanting to be there and, and support her through all of that as well. Good answer. Good that was answer. great. <clears throat> so, babe, mm-hmm. mentally today, where are you versus where you were when we first had children? Do you feel like you're stronger, about the same? What does that look like for you? Much stronger. Mm-hmm. Much stronger. And, I, and, and I'm not as worried so much. When we first had kids, you know, it's, they're so fragile, well, they seem so fragile, at least. Mm-hmm. Just little kids that can barely hold their neck up. It's just bobbing around, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, today, I see those kids, and I just want them to explore safely. There was a conversation about that, but <laughs> I want them to explore. You know, if they if they scrape up their knees, if they fall down, it's okay. I'll be there to help them back up. Uh, but I would say that initially I was very worried and anxious, and now I'm just kind of mellowed out a little bit and just want to explore yeah yeah i don't think y'all realize how shady jared is being in his responses oh, I'm shady as hell. <laughs> <laughs> we've had some conversations about what exploration looks like and what safety looks like so jared is being very shady but we're not going to touch on that we're not going to touch on another that. episode mm-hmm. yep well, just, yep we will bring them back for yeah. part two on yeah. that make sure i'm here to defend myself now oh you will be uh-huh. And yeah. so, Ferg, where are you mentally today um, versus... I'm still tired. You still I'm tired. tired. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't do my baby like that. <laughs> no. Nah, so, like, you mean from where I was when Eli first got here? Yep. Or before Eli yeah. got here? Yeah, let, when he first got here. Yeah. So, October 26, 2019, compared to today. today. Oh, compared to that, um, I am... I'm... I'm kind of chilling too. So I was, um, I would say that I was exhausted then, mm-hmm. and I'm just tired now. There you I'm go. Just, That's a good way to put it. That's I'm a good just, way to I'm put just it. Tired now. Um, <laughs> so we moved up the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, maybe we might get some more rest. But um, yeah. So, so I mean, Eli's a pretty. He's pretty easy though. So okay. Chilling. So it's safe to say mentally, you both are okay. Because I feel like sometimes you guys, men, are missed. When it comes to mental health, especially mm-hmm. being dads. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was a really important question to ask you all. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good y'all point. Get, y'all, I will say, when, of course, we, we're pregnant, we're carrying the baby. And we are usually, uh, we get all, I'm not going to say all the attention, but people rarely ask about how dad is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People so, don't ask about at all. No, doing. that's not true. Unless it's another dad. Some right, people, right, other dads. Not, that's not true. I've had women ask me, mm-hmm. how is Jonathan processing all of this? They Especially, mm. yes. Did they ask me? Mm-mm. They, again, they ask me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm the one they, they I'm the one they were having to. the conversation okay. with. All right. Um, so, yes, they asked <laughs> or me. Or they may not know you that well to ask you. Uh, again, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so my, my point can, is that can nobody I finish asked my, Can I finish my thought? Okay, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. So Here you go, y'all. I made a point Here to reach go. out to you, though, Ferg. <laughs> my bad, big I dog. did make a point <laughs> to reach out to you when y'all were going yes, through Yes, Devin, said. yep, You're she right. reached but out to you. That's a woman asking. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. They I also had correctly. a very, very uh, different experience, too. The first time around, I should say. And I know everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people was reaching out to you, John, during that time. Mm-hmm. But when Eli was mm-hmm. born, most of the dad was like, well, welcome to the club. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think Jared brought that to my attention when we <clears> went through, <throat> we went through with Drew going to the NICU. He's like, dang, nobody check on the dad. So mm. every time I know a mom, you know, with an extreme case, baby in the NICU or whatever the case may be, even if I don't know the husband per se, I still check on him through the wife yeah. or I ask if the husband needs anything as well. Yeah. And it's so even if the baby doesn't isn't in the NICU or has these yeah. intense circumstances when they come, yeah. it I've still had mm-hmm. you know well I mean we had a situation but I had people ask how's Jonathan doing, mm-hmm. how's Jonathan processing all of this, so yeah. yes people do ask it doesn't happen obviously as much as checking in on us but right. it rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Can I expand on that a little bit? Sure, sure. As a man, the way that we are groomed in the way that we come up uh, we're not very in tune with our emotions very well all mm-hmm. we're told is to stay calm and think about how to fix things mm-hmm. try to fix it try mm-hmm. to fix it try to fix it and so if nobody checks up at least i can't speak for jonathan but if nobody checks up on me it's, it's it doesn't stick out to me right because mm-hmm. i'm not used to being checked up on mm-hmm. and i think a lot of men might be like that but it is okay i've learned that it is okay for us to actually t- talk about our emotions and, and to help other men and women along the way as well who might feel the same way. Absolutely. That was, that was good, babe. That is. Yeah. And so point. I think on the other side, it, it's it's important to make sure that we're giving, we give other people space to, mm-hmm. to, to talk about it, yeah. right? So if, we, if I already know that it's hard for men to kind of open up about their emotions and what they're feeling, by me not asking, I'm essentially saying that, you keep that shit to yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so well, I'm con- I'm reinforcing the messages that we get our through our entire lives, right? Um, but by initiating that conversation, I'm giving that man then permission to talk about what he's feeling, mm-hmm. right? right? And I'm explicitly checking in. Um, and so I think that's the other side of, of what we, as men and as people in society, just need to do in, in terms of just checking on men, checking on dads. Mm-hmm as we go through these different processes. All right, 100%. Dr. Ferguson. Yep, the doctor coming out. That's it. See his processes. legs crossed. Y'all can't see it, but his legs crossed look like a doctor. <laughs> They'll be able to see. Um, so while we're on just mentality, um, let's talk about the mental load. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I'm sure y'all have heard. So, since Yep. What what does the mental load look like? I'm gonna ask Jared. I'm gonna start with Jared. Jared, mm-hmm. I, I hear <laughs> this question all the time. Yep. What does the mental load mean to you? The mental load. You know, it's funny that y'all ask this question because Devin and I have this conversation all the time, and it usually sounds like I have such a heavy mental load, and you don't even understand, and all this, that, and the other. And as a man, you know, you just kind of sit there and be like, "Okay, Devin, you know." You, you you thank you so much but at the end of so the mental the mental load for me I think everybody's situation is going to be different right Devin's mental load is literally everything for the kids as far as school she deals with the teachers at daycare she deals with the ideas when they have these spirit weeks she deals with signing them up for soccer she deals with um you know you know communication everything every everything in that sense right so if she's taking care of that the other things that need to be taken care of in my mind are okay 
So if she signed Drew up for soccer, I would take Drew to soccer. I would be out on the soccer field. I would help Drew play soccer, help him listen to the coach. I would, like, like Jonathan alluded to earlier, set up the nursery, think about how to design the nursery, you know, but then her mental load on the other side is buying the stuff off of Amazon, whatever it might be, right? I think there's two sides to the story every time, mm-hmm. and one gets mm-hmm. overlooked mm-hmm. based on how much you want to... <laughs> <laughs> complain about your mental load. I'm going to just throw it out there. Right? It's like, <laughs> you know, we're all doing something. But and, and, and be careful out there mm-hmm. because you will always think that your spouse or your significant other, whoever it may be, is not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. unless you articulate that clearly and not just say, you don't do shit. Well, that's not very specific. You know, I, okay, I'm trying to, what, what, what shit can I do? Right? <laughs> unless you articulate that very specifically, I don't think things are going to change. But that, in my mind, is the mental load. Any task that you have to do that just get you tired as far as your mental state. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what it is to me. So how do you think that affects Devin? I think it affects her a lot, and she's very vocal about it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think I think it affects her a lot uh, in 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 different ways, and, and it usually just comes out all at once whenever we come in, whenever we get into an argument. You know, it always comes up. Well, you don't do shit. Yeah, straight with no chaser. And I'm like, well, damn, I, I just, I just did X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Now you might've did a few other letters, but damn, it's a team, right? This ain't no team. Mine was harder. I got to think. So D, between <laughs> D and X, mm. she took care of them letters. Though, no, right? no, no, no. Now I'm not going to say it's equal, right? Cause I don't deal with teachers. I don't deal with setting up the doctor's appointments, the d- doctor's take them appointments, them to their appointments. I do not do those things. Devin definitely takes on more for the kids, but I wouldn't say it's like if he had to talk percentages, I would definitely say it's about 3565. Hmm. So she does a lot. Don't get me wrong. She does. Okay. Do a lot. Yes. Hmm. I, I would just like to add to that a little bit and then Jonathan, I'm going to get to you. Um, so, yes, you're absolutely right. So for me, the mental load is still setting up all those things so you can be successful. So hmm. you are still, yes, you get to take Drew to soccer but still setting him up for soccer and doing those things th- that, you know, that's the mental load you taking him. That's more physical. It's mm-hmm. not mental. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. those things kind of add up. So even something as small as like going grocery shopping or getting a grocery list together, weekly tasks that has to be done for a household to run. That's the mental load that I'm talking about. So I just okay. wanted to clear that up a little bit um, because it's, I feel like the percentage percentage is a little bit higher when you look at it that way and I'm not taking anything from you because you are a great dad and you show up for our kids and you do that part it's great I have no complaints about that mm-hmm. if you have to take them to the ER or whatever you you'll be the first one to do it before me I'm just more protective and I need to look <laughs> doctors in the eyes mm-hmm. um you know that type of thing so it's more me in that aspect but it's still me setting up the appointments me doing those things so I think um I carry a lot of the mental load when it comes to that. Um, Jonathan, I have the same questions for you. Well, you kind of just laid out the answer, but I'll I'll tell you what what I think. (laughs) For for, for your perspective. Yeah. Um, So I would say the mental load is kind of like this this, uh, mental checklist that um, you kind of go through, right? So um, every time we leave the house, right, Kendra asks me, uh, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have this? Do you have that? Um, for me, I know that all that stuff is already packed in the diaper bag. So I just grab it. Maybe I'll open it up to make sure that something's in there. If I, if I know I used it the last time, 
but I'm not going through the same kind of mental checklist that she does, right? Um, and so that's a really small example. But as you mentioned, that includes things like how the household runs on a day-to-day basis, right? Like what we're going to do for our uh, our meals for the week, what we're going to do in terms of if we have any uh, plans, even kind of making plans for um, – everything (laughs) because my wife will always make a plan for something um (laughs) so that's what it that's what it means to me um was there a follow was that a a secondary question how do you think it affects kendra the mental load how do you think it affects her yeah so i think she is um as carrying the, the mental load that she does i think it um it definitely puts a, a ways a, a a toll on just how mentally and emotionally present she can be throughout the week, right? Um, or on a day to day basis, even. Uh, so, and with that though, I think the the flip side that Jared is talking about, right, is the acknowledgement or lack thereof of how the even the physical side, right? Even if we want to kind of minimize our roles to just being nobody's physical. minimizing it, it, it's it is it's kind of dismissive undermining nobody's undermining or dismissing a, dis, oh it's not the right word. we're just gonna keep throwing words out there yeah, dismissive yeah. undermining i'm just responding to what you're saying this okay. part this is the part i like you, i'm gonna let you finish mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah my, i got my personal kanye west over right. here i'm gonna let yeah, you finish i'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish but i'm yay today yeah yep. you yay every day <laughs> <laughs> Take a sip for that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, what was I saying? I forgot. So How it affects her, and you were saying the physical. Like, yeah, yeah. Take so, away from I, that I, yeah, piece. I think the while we can maybe kind of uh, talk about the physical aspect as if it's not um, as much as the mental load, and, and mentally it's not. And the phys- taking physical task from that. Taking physical tests from you allows you the, the the space to continue to think about the things that you're doing. But right? I want to I want to break from thinking. Can I have the mic back, yay? To be fair, that is such a that is such who gets a break from thinking? Like y'all, so what? You need a what? A I break from need, what? I Give need a back. break from thinking about everything that needs to run in this house. So okay, okay, yeah. With that though. I can't I can't shut your brain off, right? Even if I, even when I do take some of these tasks from you, when I do chronic, when I do create these uh, our grocery list, when I do oh that's good, when I do kind of <laughs> add, <laughs> when I do send meals, right? Um, that I that I think would be good for the week. Um, you are I can't stop you from thinking about it, even when you're not here. You're going to be thinking about what's going on for the week. And mm-hmm. that's not, I can't take that from you. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what I do, it doesn't stop you from thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Regardless I, of how many tasks I take on and mm-hmm. I continue to, to, to kind of exercise, you're going to have your own stress. And, 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 and you, we talked about this, uh, and so I'm, I'm letting y'all inside to a different conversation that we had yesterday. But it's difficult to relinquish control, right? Ooh. Well, you said I have to trust that it'll get done in order to relinquish the control. Mm. Well, that trust is part of it. Doesn't it always get done? Yeah, because usually nine times out of ten, I I just do it. 
And the, to, mm. Or picking up the pieces. Again, yeah, there we something go. gets left out. Now, I will say, Jonathan, if he sees that, you know, we're, we're on the last stretch and I haven't been able to do it, usually, I'm not, not every time, but usually he'll say, oh, I noticed this didn't get done, so I'll go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the other night, I just, I was so tired. Jonathan cleaned up the, up the house. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. But I was a dog-ass tired in order for that to happen. Right. So that's what I mean by relinquishing control. Like I have to trust that it'll get done whether I'm thinking about it or not. Without being asked too. Yeah. So I, I feel like this whole conversation around the mental load, we'd be here. This, uh, this is an yeah. episode. This isn't just a question mm-hmm. um, that we, <laughs> that we quickly breeze by. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we move on, Jay and I are gonna take I over make sure. for, uh, for we're gonna do a, a mental load episode too. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna have our own. Yeah. So y'all are real daddy pot? <laughs> Man, look, to wrap it up, y'all gonna, gonna, gonna complain hack. whether gonna we do this. it or whether we don't. Y'all gonna complain, y'all gonna complain, <laughs> That's y'all not gonna true. complain. Okay, sure. I just gave thanks to my husband for cleaning up the house the other night mm. because I was tired. Run the playback With immediately after she said that, she said, but mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know out there, all y'all <laughs> listeners, but, but negates everything you said oh, before gosh, here you, you said, the cliche. but ain't no cliche it negates, but I'm glad that you, let me, let me say. And that, that will work. Okay. All right. Words all mean right. things. Yep. You're, still, you're still in my moves. <laughs> So we're going to move this conversation along. We'll have y'all back. So we yeah, we are. Like, we have a lot to talk about in part two with you two. Y- y'all going to ask us about that or we just going to show up? Because that's on my mental. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to think about sitting down and think about these questions. But uh, move on, Kendra, please. Move yeah, on. we're going to move on. Uh-huh. <laughs> so our next question for you. What's your perspective on sex and intimacy after having a baby? Mm. <laughs> Let me so, know when you're ready. Right. Go ahead, Ferg. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll you you, you, you knew to ask Ferg that damn question. <laughs> oh, no, right. that was my answer. Okay. Let, let, just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> 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 that was my answer. Um, uh, <laughs> so, like, you get on my nerves. <laughs> No, I'm dead ass though. But <laughs> if I think so, sex and intimacy after after uh, in postpartum after giving birth um, I, is I for me obviously like we're 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 both tired, um, but whenever you're ready, shit, I'm ready too. There you go. Um, and at the same now. time, I know that like my level of fatigue. Um, doesn't necessarily include the physical physical wear and tear that um like y'all have on your body after giving birth while you're uh nursing pumping all the things that i just can't take right Mm -hmm. um so and and not to mention even just like getting used to what your 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 body looks like Mm -hmm. or Wearing a diaper, like Jared said. Mm-hmm. Um, ho- hopefully, we're not really talking about sex and intimacy during that piece. Well, no. well, not sex, anyway. We can still yeah. talk about intimacy while mm-hmm. you're wearing a diaper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can still be intimate, but we, you know, nah. Ain't nobody I ain't, fucking. I ain't, I ain't dropping no, no diapers. <laughs> 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 you ain't dropping no diapers? Nah, nah. I ain't trying to get the diapers. Um, so... <sighs> But yeah, it's it's a challenge though. So to think about 
how to navigate it, but I think just kind of being there to um, emotionally and kind of being uh, available uh, for whenever you're ready, right? Like that's a form of intimacy too. Uh, just being mm-hmm. able to have those uh, conversations about like how you're feeling, how this is, how you're experiencing this. Um, <clears throat> and then, you know, Whenever you're ready to get it popping, we could we could do that too. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think Jonathan did a good job of breaking down the intimacy intimacy and sex based off the phases of having a child. Immediately after postpartum, fellas, like I said, you know, we just watched y'all vagina be like a murder scene. (laughs) Like it's not, you know, and I'll get too personal. I will because this is you know straight with no chase of the real mama pie. After Drew, our first child, Devin. Noticed, Jared. Well, you don't eat me out no more. Oh. <laughs> That's very. That looked like all kinds of cavities and just. Oh I don't my know, god! I, I didn't want it. I didn't want it in my life. I didn't. I, you know, it was just that was a different thing. I I was scared to even look at it. I didn't. I didn't want to see the healing process because I just didn't think it'd be the same. <laughs> To keep that, it a hundred, keep that, it shit, that shit didn't bother me at all. Damn, boy, you nasty boy. <laughs> damn, I'll make it. Lord, I don't give a damn. I didn't give a damn about none of that. Go ahead, Jared. But no, no, to be fair though, Jonathan, it didn't I last did. long now. It didn't. After she told me that, I said, well, you know what? Let me go on and dive down deep. <laughs> Let me go ahead and slob her down real quick. Just sop it up. You know, just to show I still love it. I'm still down to fuck. I really am. I just, but like Jonathan said, whenever you ready, I be ready. Now, my perspective, my perspective on sex and intimacy at this point, I ain't got none because ain't nobody fucking y'all. Ain't nobody having no damn sex. You lying? Oh, okay. I'm like, nah, I done embarrassed her now. I done embarrassed. You shouldn't have brought me on the show. You shouldn't have brought me on the show. You shouldn't have brought me on the show. Yeah, it's a drought over here, y'all. It's a fucking drought, but I still love Don't my wife. Don't be lying on my friend right. like that. You lying. Pamela and her five friends get me through really? this Pamela. rough time. Pamela. Pamela. Your palm. I know what Pamela means. Yeah, that's you what are, Really, Jared? Let's be truthful. Come on. I am. <laughs> okay, Jared. Okay, I, I see she getting angry and you got the angry. real mama. Uh, yes, you is. I am not angry. Look, the real mamas don't be that real. Let me tell you something. So, <laughs> to, to be fair, all I will say is that the the sex has decreased. Yes, absolutely. And which is to be expected, y'all. It decreased from we was we was going about ninety five percent, just getting it in, and it went down to about what you say, baby, zero point one. No, I'm just I'm just serious, y'all. Ain't nobody fucking, but it it, it, it decreases without a doubt. Oh God! But I still love and my you, wife. You're not here. gonna try to clean this up, are you? No. No. Not. If Jerry don't get it seven days a week, he ain't having sex. Just give it to me two days a week, and we can work on. Let's just work from them. Right now, we talking about birthdays, not even Christmas no more. With Christmas, Santa don't even bring no coochie to the house. I don't even get crema no more. My my real my close buddies out there know what crema is, but crema don't come no more, y'all. Crema, crema, all I get is Z's. I ain't a crema. Ain't no crema. Valentine's Day, shit. Listen. New Year's, I ain't even bringing in the New Year with no coochie, but we look really straight with no chase. I done ran out of alcohol. Look, oh boy, I think that's good that you ran out of alcohol. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. it is. Oh, absolutely. Well, now just for that, now you really ain't gonna get nothing. Oh. It ain't gonna change. So we're we're gonna we're gonna take a shift. We're gonna go ahead. We're just gonna go ahead and shift. Um. So before we close out, um, what what does being a dad? mean to you all let's start with 
we're gonna give Jared a break. Babe, <laughs> can you answer that question? What does being a dad mean to you? So being a dad to me means that um I have uh, a job, right? Like I have this is really my my, my full time job. Like mm-hmm. I, I I go to work and I do all that stuff, but my primary responsibility is to Kendra and Eli, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so in that, that means that my role is to just really make Eli see himself in the grandest of fashions, oh, right? Wow. To, to, to really kind of lift him up and empower him to be whatever, whoever he wants to be, right? Um, and by that, meaning that we are just going to have fun. Um, I think that's that's one of the best parts of being a dad, right, is, is just being able to be um, just being letting loose for real, right? right. Um, <clears throat> I think being a dad is also one of the most vulnerable spaces that you can be, right? Mm-hmm. Like you – he Eli is kind of my heart just walking around. Right? Mm-hmm. Like he is he is all of my emotions, all of my feelings in living form. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens to him, I fucking feel. Mm-hmm. Everything that uh, and when I think about, um, I don't even really think. I mean, I think about my future because I, I know that that's gonna be that's how I continue to kind of set this lifestyle for him. But it's really envisioning his future mm-hmm. at this point. Um, <clears throat> And so it's a vulnerable space because I don't have that much control because he does whatever the hell he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's my heart and my, my, my feelings just walking around here, jumping off the table and, mm-hmm. and doing whatever the hell he wants yep. to do. Jumping in the it pool. Can, it can break at any moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so that that's kind of what it is. And, it, and it's. It's this emotional ride of still kind of on this this anxious high right. of like anything can happen to this kid and I'm re- com- completely responsible for him, um, but also like this is the most amazing experience that I could ever like imagine in, in terms of um, just mm-hmm. being able to, to to see him grow from three pounds. Mm-hmm. To, to where he is now and, and, and now. yeah exactly and, and climbing like he got damn uh spidey and <laughs> right. amazing right. friends <laughs> exactly so like that shit every day he does something that amazes mm-hmm. me and so like that 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 experience of anxious and amazing is is where i'm at as a dad that was beautiful mm-hmm. jared i don't even want to f- come after that i know that's, we had to give you a break <laughs> that's okay that's okay. He a doctor. I ain't gotta have answers like that. <laughs> what I was being a dad to me means you know presence, so curse like being there for my kids a hundred percent of the time, but also instilling in them the confidence and the strength to eventually one day get through society that is very hard on black men. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I put yeah. it out there. I, that, don't don't apologize this, for that. This isn't Captain Gray speaking. This is Jared Gray speaking. You know, I've I've witnessed certain things and I, and I fear for my kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I want them to understand that it's okay whenever you experience something like that because you are a strong black young man and you'll get through anything. And that speaks to what Jonathan said about them being what, what was the word you used illustrious, grandest <laughs> of terms or something like that. Oh. Uh, 
I don't remember Being what exactly best, what I said, bro, but grandest of, uh, yes. I don't know. Something best not. version of himself. Something like exactly, exactly. Letting 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 Drew and Jay understand that who they are is perfectly fine, and who they are is perfectly going to be okay with me no matter what. But I also want to agree 100 percent with what Jonathan said. I got two little boys running around that if anything happened to them, I just know that my world would stop. Yeah. It would mm-hmm. cease to exist. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the vulnerability behind being a dad. Yeah. Being a parent, because I know it's yeah. the same for yeah. the for the for the wife, for the mothers as well. Yeah. So that's that's what it means to me. Being present and making sure my sons understand that no matter what happens, no matter how, how hard things get, you will, you know, dig down deep, try to figure it out yourself, and at the end of the day you come home if you need to and go back into the world, reset yeah. and make sure you're ready to go. Absolutely. Love it. That was great. I love it. So, y'all, we made it through. I didn't think we were going to make it. Man, listen. But we made it through. Mm. They got. They have to come back. Yeah, so we're going to have to have you back. Before, before we end, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we Jared and I have something for y'all. Hold on. Let me uh, step back. So we're we going to take a second and go grab that for y'all. Okay. okay. This is in addition to the, the champagne that y'all sipping on. Okay. Shout out to the real mom pot. Oh. <laughs> what's going on well well um anyway friend um so we can talk about what we're going to do next before we close out why they get themselves together um but you if you're listening for the first time um we have a segment called mama's corner Mm -hmm. and today we're just going to rename it and call it oh (laughs) that is so cute shout out to the real mama thank you (laughs) that is so sweet y'all they got us nothing but cake cake. and it nothing but cake is so good yes um thank you all so much that was was very thoughtful even better if they want to put some money up and uh (laughs) and and, uh put some money towards the real mama pie nothing but cake is fire at that point (laughs) until then it's just really good (laughs) so like i was uh telling our listeners we have a segment called the mama's mama's corner Mm -hmm. and this is um a time where we really get to connect with our listeners mm-hmm. and they can write into us, um, whether it's advice, uh, mama's hacks, things like that. So we are renaming it just for today, just for a quick second. And it's going to be called daddy's corner. Mm. Um, and with daddy's corner, we are asking you all to, uh, just give a piece of advice to dads who may be listening, um, tonight or today. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my advice to dads out there would be anything that saves you time, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the unexpected. So when you have kids, anything can happen. It, and it can happen at any time, 2 o'clock in the morning, in the middle of the day. And so what I have prepared for Devin, everybody's heard of a go bag, right? Mm-hmm. No, everybody hasn't heard of a go bag. So oh, what I'm is sorry, a go y'all. bag? Well, yeah, th- <laughs> yeah, give them your definition okay. of what that is. It, you know, you probably heard it as a 24-hour bag, a 72-hour bag. Inside of this bag is everything that you would need to sustain yourself for 24 to 72 hours. And it's good because you could just grab that bag with confidence and trust <laughs> that everything you need is in that bag. <laughs> Told y'all he was shady. Because, because in the heat of the moment, when things are going crazy, you don't have time to think about what you need. You need to grab it and you need to go in the event of an emergency. And so I would have that 72 hour bag primed and ready to go with everything. If it's cold in the hospital, you got to go to the hospital, have a blanket, have a jacket, have some snacks, have an iPad, have some toys, have anything that they might need to sustain themselves and yourself uh, for that, for that 72 hour period, go, ready to go at a moment's notice, hundred percent readiness. That's a super, that. like that's a real army yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah. We need, and we, we need, keep it right by the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to uh, 
I'm ready in this bag. We got the diaper bag. <laughs> Should you change the name already? <laughs> right. it's it's her, her, her 24, the 24 to 72 hour bag. Look, don't it's let it weigh on your y'all. mental now. <laughs> let Jonathan do it. Yeah. I got it. Let me take that one off. You're so, y'all, both of y'all is shady as hell. Okay. Uh, Jonathan? Um, so, for me, and it's funny because we're going to have very, very different. Um, Jared's was, was very military. Right? <laughs> like this was super, like, be prepared at every moment, right? Yeah. Doomsday. And, and, <laughs> and mine is going to be pretty, like, emotional like, or, yeah. like, psychological, right? And so, or developmental, better. is a better word for it. But knowing that, like, you don't have to, like, set up a full-ass school or, or anything like that to have like a, a learning moment mm-hmm. right um just being doing bath time and setting up a routine where you're maybe singing songs or you're doing something that supports their their learning and their language all of that is is going to be those are really important moments that we i think we undervalue mm-hmm. um as parents in general but definitely as dads we probably overlooked i think dads probably get a bad rap and we I know we probably overlook things more than moms do mm-hmm. um and so capturing and being present for those moments and and being able to teach and share these things with your kids is going to be really really important and empowering um for who they become right um so not necessarily don't don't undervalue these moments yep. um, and be there and, and use them, capitalize on these moments, even just a small bath time play routine. That's teaching. That's learning um, and really kind of capturing and capitalizing on those things. I love it. Yeah. Love I that, love yeah. That. Well, all right, friend. Well, I think we've had a successful episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> well, we're going <laughs> to well, – Thank y'all. I really, I really do appreciate you guys taking your time out, one, to surprise us mm-hmm. with this yes. beautiful cake and champagne. And just, you know, taking time out to chat with us and giving you a perspective on things that we may not see or hear on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So thank, yeah. thank you. And supporting us, getting this baby off the ground. Like, we've grind very hard to get here. Yes, you have. But we would not have been able to do that without you all. No, you will not. Yeah. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Just you know what out. my friend is trying to say is thank, thank you, you to you ungrateful. <laughs> on the real, on the real. Yeah. Um, we Jay and I have had conversations, um, and we really are super proud of y'all. Hundred percent. Um, and in this, just true. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I don't know. I believe Jerry, but yeah. I believe you. No, no, we have, we have, and, and so like we're really proud of y'all for taking this leap. Um, for being courageous, I think this is also a vulnerable space to be in to kind of share your your mm-hmm. brain project with the world, right. mm-hmm. um, and for, and also just to be vulnerable and share your experiences with other moms so that other moms can learn um, or just kind of get some insight from y'all, right? right? Like that's an important space to be in, um, and we're super proud of y'all. Um, even if we're, cause I don't, neither Jared or I are the biggest on social media. Mm-mm. Um, but so we, it may not like be, it may not look like it on social media <laughs> to the world. Uh, okay. We don't expect they, nothing from y'all on right. social media. Not, not a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to get back on Instagram just to, 
just to support y'all, right? But, like, we are super proud of y'all, um, and we really can't wait to see how the Real Mama Pod grows. Thank you, darling. Well, thank you, and thank you to everyone for tuning in tonight. I hope you all enjoyed this episode, and the guys will be back. So Damn right. Yeah, <laughs> all right. All right. Good night. Good Bye. night, mamas. Bye. Stay at home on 9 to 5 Raising your babies with joy and pride